Driven Minds Podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. Sir, Driven Minds Season 4. And with another dope, sensational guest. Uh, if you hadn't had a picture taken by this man, have you had a picture taken, Trav? Uh, nah. Exactly. My <laughs> Instagram not. is uh, blank right now. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Photographer extraordinaire, Mr. Mark Clennon. Yo. Snacks. Yo, yo, yo. Happy to be here, man. <laughs> Been a minute. Oh, uh, man. Um, sh- I-, I can't even, I don't even remember the first time we met, bro. Yeah. It was that organic. Yeah. It was that organic. Yeah. I, feel like, like, I feel like I've known y'all. Yeah, bro. right. It was like a year, maybe. Yeah. Or so, like that. But I remember seeing you at the events, mm-hmm. um, CC's events, and just yeah. different events in the space and whatnot. And um, seeing your work grow over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I always knew you had a special eye. I always knew it was super quality. Now your shit is John blazing <laughs> these streets. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Mark Clinton, your shot, shot, shot by Mark C is a real thing, man. Mm, and that photography, smart. photography game, like, there's a lot of photographers out here and I'll always hear because we know we do events or whatnot, but to capture that essence, right. it's not easy. Exactly. It's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. You know what I mean? People act like it's easy, boom, boom, but you have to have the editing game right. You just have to have the eye game right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, it's how we tell stories now, us millennials. We, we're so visual and whatnot. And, you know, it's so important to um, the branding and digital storytelling, how it visually looks, how the aesthetic, how crisp it is, how, you know, um, you know, how... Just how real it is to you when you when you see it, you know what I mean. It can like change a whole feeling, a, a whole you know, uh, just approach to a brand how it's portrayed. So you know, um, you being a a master of that is just you know super dope, bro. So yeah, we just want to take it back, you know what I mean. Um, I guess the people get it, but Mark, you know, tell a, tell the people who you are and what you do. But I'm Mark C. People know me as Mark C. That's like my rap name, my photographer name. <laughs> my name is Mark Clinton, though. I'm a photographer, storyteller. Um, I'm a storyteller. My medium is photography, right? Um, you know, I've been in the game, quote unquote game, for like two years now. But I feel like Only I'm, two years. Yeah, it's been a lot. A, a lot of things happening in two years. Two wow. years. Yeah. So you know, I've shot. Uh, we were just talking about for Foot Locker. Some stuff will be in stores next week. Champion, Asics, Travel Noir for my travel folks mm, out there. I've been quoted in Forbes. You know, also, Essence, Crown Magazine, Jet mm. Magazine. So, you know, I'm just trying, man. I'm out here. Slit. <laughs> Super dope, man. Let's take it back to, like, you know, um, how'd you get in the game? Like, who <clears throat> was there somebody particular that inspired you? Did you always knew you had a creative eye? Like, what was your... Yeah, I mean, I had, a, like, a I, so many people inspired me. So, like, I was working as an accountant executive um at a tech company mm. whoa i did that for five years that's why i quit i quit last october to do this full time um mm-hmm. and like I, I was doing stuff with the site urbanfresh.com like that made a little ways a few years back oh, and, yeah. um Remember and that's kind of how like <clears throat> i started getting my eye right i'm like okay instagram's popping like i need to get pictures and i used to actually go on tumblr and steal photographers pictures put my website logo on there and toss it on the site or whatever and people <laughs> would get mad like yo <laughs> I understand now, but I'm like, ah, okay. So I'm going to just take my own photos. Mm. So then, like, I'm taking photos with the phone, and, you know, my my gram starts looking nice. Like, I'm getting off with the iPhone, and people are like, oh, what kind of camera are you using? I'm like, I'm getting off with the iPhone. You know what I'm saying? So that that was, like, for a few years, honestly, that's where I really got my eye before I really picked up a real camera was just the iPhone and, like, trying to get the gram lit. And people were asking me, like, yo, you're pretty good with this. Like, you should maybe you should get a real camera. So I'm like, ah, you know, I don't want to be the picture man. That's literally what I said. Like, I don't mm. want to be the picture man, oh, the guy shit. walking around with the camera. Like, I was, you know, I'd be thinking back on it. Like, I was just scared to be a beginner. 
mm-hmm. scared to look like a beginner. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because like we live in an Instagram society, like you see things yeah. done and finished. Instant you know gratification, what I'm polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom actually got me a camera, like a the entry level Canon. It's always the moms. Moms always know. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she got it for me for like Christmas. I'm like, yeah, I was I was hype. I was like, okay, I'm about to get off with this camera, mm-hmm. bro. I took like I took a shot. You know, when I walked around Harlem, took some photos, I'm like, hey, man, it's a little harder. Than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know, iPhone, you tap in the center, yeah, you hit a yeah, button, yeah. it's lit. You know, put it in Visco filter, thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, it's a little harder than I thought. Man, I put that thing down on my desk, bro. It sat there for a whole year before I picked it back up. That's crazy. A whole year just sitting on the desk like it was decoration. Wow. Uh, then my boy JD moved to town, and he had the same camera as me. He's like, yo, I'm trying to do some photo stuff. I'm like, all right, yeah, I got the same camera as you. I'm going to just, like, bring mine with me. That way you ain't by yourself. And then, like, we just started taking off. Like, we just started really getting into it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we grew together. Like, he's out here doing photography full-time, and I am as well. And wow. like, it just grew from that. And, like, the whole time, you know, I'm working a nine-to-five job. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I can, like, quit my job and do this. And mm-hmm. I read, like, a Fader article on Ray VB, who's on the mm-hmm. on the run tour. Mm-hmm. I read that article, and she's like, yo. It was possible. Like, you can actually do this. I'm like, okay, I got a little extra motivation. So I worked through, like, 2016, 2017, and, you know, now we're here. Mm. Uh, I'm doing it full time. Yeah, doing, like, full national campaign. So it's been a crazy, <laughs> crazy now, journal. Let's, before Major. you, because you kind of, like, that was a real cute to the ending of, of that story, yeah. right? 2016, 2017. Let's talk about those ugly, dark days. Yeah. As you know, a, as a up-and-coming photographer in New York City. Nah, I mean... These are the ugly dark days now. Mm-hmm. Like before, like before, I had a full time job. Everything was optional, bro. I didn't uh, need no cash. Like I, if I didn't want to shoot something, if I didn't want to do nothing, I mm-hmm. wouldn't do it. Cause like it's whatever. All my stuff was free. All mm-hmm. my projects were creative projects. Like it's just passion projects. But now, you know, I got a mountain of photos to edit, right? And I'm in the same program, so all my my leisurely photos and all my personal projects are the same. It's the same desk. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm switching gears between my full-time job mm-hmm. and this. Like, even, like, my, I've been hot, like, the past week. But, like, the, all last month, I was just busting my head, bro. Just working, 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 working. And, like, really thinking, like, damn, like, is this, like, can I do this? People owe me invoices. I got to follow. Mm. Imagine, like, I remember, like, yo, I, imagine me at my company sending five emails to finance. I'm like, hey. Yo, that my paycheck coming? <laughs> Any word on my paycheck? No, nah, yeah. I never had that problem yeah, until like that direct deposit hit. Right, that direct deposit hitting first and fifteen. <laughs> now yeah. you know, you know, people still owe me invoices. And I'm like, yo, this is like a significant invoice, and you said you're gonna pay like two weeks ago. Like, what's good? Like, so like mm-hmm. those types of issues, you know, I feel like those are happening now as like n- now that I'm not a hobbyist anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the dark days is really being motivated, and you see like, and you see so many people just go from down below to like skyrocketing up and you watching other photographers and like um, for a minute there I was like spending too much time looking at other photographers and they're mm. like I gotta just focus on my own mm. craft like I feel like the you know I don't even say dark days but like you guys are entrepreneurs as well like mm-hmm. it's just like the constant everyday mo- self motivation you, you gotta like, you, gotta, you know everything is optional like I could be there's always a time where I should be doing something right mm-hmm. So I'm watching Handmaid's Tale, which is my, like, I love Handmaid's Tale. But y'all watch Handmaid's Tale? I know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the game. So if I'm watching Handmaid's Tale, I'm watching three episodes. I, in the back of my head, I know, like, bro, I probably Netflix? could. It's on Hulu, bro. Mm. Yeah. But, like, I know in the back of my head, like, 
I probably could be sending out some invoices or emailing mm-hmm. some people, like some dry emails. the same way. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's no dead time in a sense. Nah, and like yeah. the glory time is very short. Like, like, you know, posts like a post on the gram. Oh, this campaign is out. You get that dopamine hit, and, and that's it. And, and then it's over. And then it's over. It's Done. over. And it could be something so major, but then the next day you like, okay, what's? It's like the world's actually like, okay, what have you done for me lately? Type shit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like even today, I post. I was hype about dropping this Foot Locker campaign and drop today. But like I posted the photo and I'm already working on mm-hmm. I'm working on the next thing. Next and I'm thing. always like, are these pictures any good? Are they gonna like them? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. this is for like a magazine. So, you know, I think it's the, these are the dark days. Um I dig the when was the moment that you realized like um, you know, while you're working your job and doing photos, when was the moment where it was a campaign you booked, when was the moment where it, it went off in your head like, oh shit, I can really do this full time? Gotta if somebody sent you a crazy email, you was like, I'm out of here. Or that, or that, or, <laughs> that big or bad. an invoice was paid with a, a additional zero. And you're that, like, oh, that shit. That big bad. Nah, nah. Um, nah. I, I think it was a gradual thing. Like, when I read that article about Ravy B actually make, making it happen, mm. and like, I'm meeting other photographers, and they're, you know, yeah, I did this shoot. Yeah, I, t- I taxed them 20 bands. Say, say, how much? <laughs> but mm-hmm. okay, so like, the, the revenue. Is is there, and um, and I just really had to sit down and take inventory of my skills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, a lot a lot of people say, well, everybody's a photographer. Like everybody, like you know, everybody in New York knows four photographers at least. You That's know what I'm fact. saying? So like, everybody's a photographer. Everybody has an iPhone. I'm like, okay, is that an advantage or a disadvantage for me? But I feel like it's an advantage because like, the more images you're exposed to, you know, you're taking your own photos. You realize the value and what a really good image is, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. willing to pay for that. You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, that's a plus. I'm going to count that as a plus. And I'm like, I was an account executive, so I'm managing high-level accounts at my job, right? Mm-hmm. I'm doing sales. I'm talking to white folks. I'm talking to black folks. I'm creating decks, writing proper emails. I'm like, these are all skills that I'm using now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when I go into, I'm still having meetings in corporate offices. I'm still doing presentations. I'm still mm-hmm. pitching myself. Instead of mm-hmm. selling the product that I was selling before, now I'm just selling my work, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, that's an advantage, Right there, and I worked like close to media, you know. So I was working on some top websites. I have a lot of media friends. So like between like the first few months of me quitting my job, I worked at Oath, which is a, a Huffington Post. It's, they own Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Within a couple of months, I was shooting for Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, okay, while I'm at my full time job, what can I do to leverage my current contacts and connections while I'm here? So I just laid everything out. These are my advantages. And how can I transfer these skills to photography? And so, like, it's a lot of soft selling, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I want to position my brand, like brand positioning. So, like, a lot, all of those things I learned uh, gradually. And I say that moment um, was, like, festering maybe, like, end of 2016. In my 2017 New Year's resolution, I was like, yo, I'm going to quit my job in March. Mm. I ain't quit until October. <laughs> because... This is like into the exact moment. Like I'm like, all right, we're merging with another company. There's gonna be some layoffs. I'm about to get my golden ticket. Get this, you know. Get this severance. Get this severance. Flash. This care package. I love put, severances. Right to exactly. push a little six month dental. Push, little. <laughs> push my little boat off to sea. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? But what had happened? That's to describe it. Word. What had happened was the layoffs came, bro, and I didn't get laid off. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? And so it was that moment. I'm like, bro, like I've been waiting all year for this. So it's either like, am I going to wait for another undefined period of time or I'm just going to do it? 
So when I didn't get laid off, I think I quit like a month and a half later after my last bonus check hit. And I was like, it's time. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just tired of waiting on other people. You know what I'm saying? Well, did it, um, system, the money was probably really, probably good at the time too. Was it like a, um, did you know you wanted to work for yourself? Like, were you tired of the corporate structure? At that point, did you feel like, yo, um, I just wanted to be an entrepreneur because I know I can do this um, skill in photography very well, or I'm tired of this corporate structure. Um, I need to get out and be free. Did yeah, you pay for your freedom. Yeah, it wasn't even. It didn't even click for me the first couple of months that I was an entrepreneur. Like mm. I just wanted, to, honestly, I just wanted to work with more black people and work and choose who I work with. Mm. Like mm. it wasn't even about like I need to you know work for myself. No, that was just something I was really passionate about, and mm. like I know no other company can give me what I wanted out of myself in terms of like being a freelance photographer. That way I can pick my project and choose who I work with. Mm. Y- y'all know like I shoot majority black people. Mm-hmm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? On my gram, I think is like exclusively black people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to like if I'm working for myself, I want to choose who I'm working with. And like that was the main thing. I was working in tech. It wasn't very diverse. It wasn't very like like Charlottesville happened, and people just pretended like, yo, like it didn't happen. I've been in spaces like that. You know what I'm saying? And then like you know, terrible things happen in France, and they redoing all the screens in the office. I'm like, yo, this stuff happening here. Exactly. And y'all just ignore it, just glaze over that. So like those little microaggressions, I was just I was just tired of it. I think like if I was in a better work environment, more more inclusive work environment, I might have still been working in tech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like shout out to all my black folks in tech, like y'all are killing the game. But like it was just something I knew uh, that was one of the factors steer me away, and like really just enveloping myself into you know working in black art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, gotcha. As a photographer, how do you develop your book of business in New York? Like this, and you you have a leg up because you've done account management and uh-huh. sales, so you understand a little bit more of that. But how do you? You know, for somebody who's toying with the idea, how does one build a book of business as a photographer? Right. So strong work, like good work first. Like the work comes first. Honestly, you know, it's kind of like it's like Boogie Cousins in the NBA. Like they'll put up with you if you put some points up. Mm -hmm. So like if you take the best pictures, you can be a little bit more of a diva. I know I'm not the best photographer, so I got to like make sure to do cut, like have great customer service and great automation. So um, what I do, automation, automation. Um, <laughs> so how I manage my book of business at first when I when I quit, you know, people I would get a lot of inquiries. Most of my inquiries come through Instagram, and I'm going back and forth, like, oh, what do you want to do? Blah blah blah. And it turns into like a series of five DMs and eight emails, and just a lot of juggling up and down as things are falling through the cracks. So I had to take like a week and took a step back, and I went back and automated all of those processes. Mm-hmm. Now, so like somebody inquires, I send them a link. The link walks them through what what do you want to do? When do you want to shoot? This mm. is the budget. And I don't even get an email until they've already paid the deposit. Whoa. Right? So now I know, okay, this person is Serious. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I don't have to waste my time like going back and forth with seven or eight emails. So mm. you know, I manage my clients by the order that they come in really and and the, the amount they pay. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. I always try to allow give myself space for editing. Cause mm. at first I would be shooting, shooting, shooting. I have five shoots in five days, and then they all do in two days. And I'm like, oh, wow, I've got to spend the next 48 hours straight editing photos. Wow. So it's just managing uh, and exceeding expectations and turning around the photos quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I do that, uh, all those soft-selling skills, like, you know, I'm planning on sending, you know, Christmas gifts to my clients. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's what we did at work yeah. in the office. You know what I'm saying? You're appreciated. You are my client. For my clients at my 
nine to five, we were sending them gifts. Those Starburst cards go a long right, way. Or Apple iTunes or Title or something, something mm-hmm. like that. So like, I'm definitely going to be you know, doing that and just like soft skills and relationship building. Um, and then it comes. Um, I try not to be a person that offers like public specials and deals because I want to position myself as like the Apple. Apple only advertises in the city at the most lit intersections. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Apple's in time. They're in uh, Washington Square Park and stuff like that. A lot, not Washington Square Park, Madison Square Park. They're like in the most high traffic elite places. When you're coming into the city from Jersey, all those cars parked, there's an Apple ad, right? So they're putting their ads in the right places. So I'm just thinking about that. Mm. It's always soft. It's never like iPad four ninety nine deal specials. Now it's like I am Apple, and I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And just brand awareness. So like those are like the two parts of the fence that I play to like get new business and manage them. Yeah, fire. Damn, think some of that. It's a science, bro. Oh yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, because you know we always talk about that. Travis and I, you know that. Um. Selling skills is is something that people should develop you uh-huh. know, to to be a, a successful entrepreneur. But in in um a, to the other side of that, you were talking about the work. How did you develop your aesthetic? What were what were what were some of the things that like you you do shoot people of color in, uh-huh. in a very gracious light? I I might add. Uh-huh. How did you develop that? What what were some things that you had to add as as far as you could articulate right. that thing? Um, you know, I started off with like copying people. Mm. So like I would copy like Andrelly Carter or stuff that I would see on Instagram, like stuff that would make me stop and like take a second look. Mm. Um, and literally I developed my own style by just taking a, a zillion photos, bro. Like, and just, then I started to see a pattern. Oh, I like movement in my photos. Mm. Oh, I like people to pose a certain way. I couldn't like, I never, I didn't pick a style. And like, say, I'm going to run with this. I just like started doing what I liked. And then I kind of have like a general foundational style. And I think that started because um, I like, I wrote down a mission statement for myself. And like, once I have that mission statement, it kind of informs my thought process going into the shoot. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I have a little bit of consistency. Cause I don't believe in like all my photos looking the same, but I do believe in like having a consistent feeling and energy, like a whimsical defiance, I call it to the mm. photos. You know what I'm saying? And like uplifting the black uh, image, a whimsical defiance. whimsical defiance. There's a photo of like I don't know if you've seen this photo, but it's like it's old from like the 60s or 50s, and it's this black dude drinking out of a white cup that's like whites only water fountain. Yeah. And the way he's looking at the camera, like yeah, he know like you know, I'm I'm here, and he was dressed mm. nice too. Whimsical you know defiance. He was like, sense. yo, I'm here. We're gonna I'm fly. Yeah. And what you gonna do about it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like that's kind of like this the the energy I want to get from my photos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What what role does the culture play uh-uh. in your aesthetic, right? Because the culture is like this ever changing, you know, dynamic wave force uh-huh. that can be just you know it can it can in, infuse into our clothes, yeah. into the way we talk, to how we move. Yeah. You know, I remember we used to do the photo walks as well, mm-hmm. yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what roles does the culture play in how you take photos or how you, you know, capture your stuff? Yeah, I think that's what gets a lot of creators, like, um, caught up because they're thinking about the culture. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I realized, yo, we are the culture, so we decide, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, I do have the 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 issue with, like, oh, is this going to hit on the gram? Like, like a lot, every millennial does. Right. But, like, I, I got to know that we decide what's cool. So if I like it, there's somebody out there that's going to like it, right? 
and like the culture is going to bang with authentic people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like the, the success of you guys has had is because you're authentic. I see y'all faces. Every time I see y'all faces, it's, like, it's a positive feeling, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like if you genuine Appreciate with that. yours, like the people, the culture will move with you because the culture is only for authenticity. All the fake, all the fake, what's that? Uh, think of the end of the Drake song, all the real shit is going to last. So that's the smooth brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, but at the other end of that, like the culture, without the culture, like even at these positions on these companies with, that are majority white, it's the black person at that company that's plugging me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Same thing for the shit I'm going through. Right. It really it's, is it's like the that. black person yeah. at that company that's plugging me. So mm-hmm. every, everything for the culture. But I, I do know that, you know, when we look each other in the eyes, we know that we are the culture and we're, we're kind of deciding right. you know, what's cool and what's not. Absolutely. Do you, do you feel any type of um, professional pressure to to you know um have like a higher standard cuz you're being plugged by people of color cuz i've i've noticed that in my own um my own life is that i i'm i looked up the other day i'm like damn I work with a lot of brown people you know what i'm saying and it's a sense of pride do you do you feel any type mm. of uh pressure or yeah i mean you got to right cuz they know that you know they 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 giving you opportunity and the, some of their white coworkers might see that, and they're like, "Oh, look, if this doesn't work out, I might not be able to bring another black person on the next mm-hmm. for the next project." And like, I feel like we all carry that weight, and it's just unfortunate. Like when Obama got elected, it's like, "Lord, Lord please, Obama, do not, like, please, you know." <laughs> and he did, you know, eight years of perfect. Well, not perfect, but eight years of being an upstanding president, right? So right. it's like, I think we 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 being citizens of this country, like. We all kind of feel that pressure, but like, you know, I welcome it, you know what I'm saying? Because we, it's a good pressure mm-hmm. and like, it's our responsibility as like storytellers to kind of like tell the story of our times, right? Because like a hundred years from now, whatever they, whatever, they don't have books, but maybe they have a super iPad or something. They're looking at the photos from now, like <laughs> super, yeah. we're now like in control of our image. I don't know if we've ever really been in that place. Like mm-hmm. if you think about like Martin Luther King, like they, Martin Luther King has become almost like a Santa Claus meme. Mm. Like, and like people who are of the right are like saying, you know, Martin Luther King, when they use him against us because yeah, he's like a, a Santa absolutely. Claus type figure because, right. you know, they chose the images That's and like point. we didn't really get a complete story of the man because mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't have control, right? But I feel like now is the first time with the internet we have a full control of the breadth of the black experience and it's like our purpose to, to tell that story. And I can see it in so many people like, you know, people starting their blogs, their podcasts. Everybody has that urge to tell the story, mm. right? And just my the way I do it is just photos. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. Was there a particular campaign? I know you love all your clients, mm-hmm. but is there a particular campaign that you just really, um, really enjoyed working on? That even like you know opened up you know new new uh, thought pathways for you and opened up your mind in any sense? Yeah, I mean, most of my creative work does that. Like, it's just a collaborative. I link up with a stylist and we just come up with some ideas and we mm-hmm. just shoot. But like. I guess my client that really has looked out the most outside of Foot Locker um, would be Ad Color. Uh, so, actually, I just went to the Four A's um, mm-hmm. uh, um, event, and I was getting understanding the agency world. It's pretty dope. Yeah, so Ad Color has really been like uh, Tiffany R. Warren, the creator yep. of Ad, Ad Color. Like she hit me on 
Facebook. Wow. She's like, yo, call me right now. And she booked me. She's like, I'm going to book you out in LA. Whoa. Uh, book your ticket. Everything expensed. And like, and she didn't have to do that. That's dope. You know what I'm Did saying? Did you know her before then? I mean, I knew her in passing, but not like I know her now. But like right. the, the fact that she's she's on the cover of like, you know, Ad, Ad Age, Ad Week, and like these magazines. And the fact that Crazy. she's just like a super genuine person. She brought me into like the Ad Color family. And like, right. I really consider that like, you know, my favorite client because I really do feel like you know, what they stand for about, you know, making sure that we're represented in large scale advertising and media mm -hmm. is, is in alignment with what I'm trying to do. And like, they've always looked out. So like, I'm always going to be, you know, ride or die for Ad Color. So I definitely think that they really opened my eyes to, you know, not only understanding the agency side of the business much better, but also just introducing me to the right folks mm. and kind of um, giving me access to these amazing panels. Because that, that conference that I, I shoot, it costs like three bands to mm. go. I that wouldn't even be expensive. able to go. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But they, the fact that I'm able to be there and I'm getting paid and I'm also getting a lot of information at these, mm, these yeah. sessions and these award shows, um, it's just a blessing. So definitely like, you know, yeah. I color for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, she's a... She's super dope. Mm -hmm. Is it important for like um for photographers or do, would you suggest for photographers to like you know study other people's work to like get a get a get a chance to own it on their own or is it like a tricky business with that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, study other people's work, um, but don't to photographers don't study Instagram work. Mm. Like, there's classic books, mm. magazines. You know what I'm saying? Like. Instagram is about hitting the home run and getting the one that's gonna go viral, but like good photography is hitting a bunch of singles. And at the end mm. of the at the end of your life, oh my goodness, look at this library of incredible like incredible storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I get inspiration, I watch films, you know, I sign up to a movie for like indie films. Mm. All all small budget indie films, like I'm trying to get more into that. I go to the museum to check out paintings. Mm. I'm listening to different kind of music. I've been on like a uh 90s rock wave just to feel like that a different aesthetic you know what i'm saying like trying to get my inspiration from from more places like i think my best projects actually don't even come from images it comes from like conversations mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like like that feeling you know what i'm saying like, that's what i'm really looking looking to, to capture so you're you know? stuck on the island you had to take you have to take three albums <sighs> I love this question. Yeah, this this question is, uh, <laughs> and everybody fine. everybody responds the same way. Everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Three, <laughs> three albums. What albums are you taking that musically can um, express and cameras? Music for for, for the photog nerds out there. For the <laughs> photog. Well, well, ah, see, nah, see, now nah, that's the extra variable. Right <laughs> um, see, I people are gonna be mad, man. People are really gonna be mad. Uh, three, three. Uh, mm -hmm. first one, not in any particular order. Lord, this is tough. Mm -hmm. Oh, Friday Night Lights, the mixtape, J Cole mixtape. I can respect that. Wow. I tell, I can tell a lot about people about the music they choose, yo. I wow. Let me, tell you, let me tell you why that album was important. Wow. Let me tell you why that album was important to me. You don't approve? on the island. <laughs> on the island, bro. Let me tell you why that. I, well, let me tell you why that's important to me. That's I, fine. But I feel you though. It touched me too. I understand. Cole, Cole, like think about the rap game. Cole is from a small city, right? Mm -hmm. I lived in a small city, and he moved to New York, and he's like, "Yo, I'm out of New York. I'm uh, signed to Hove now." Yeah. You don't really, you didn't really get that in rap. Powerful, you didn't bro. really get that in rap from like from small city people. So me being in Florida and my small city, I, dead ass, bro. Mm -hmm. um, see, I'm, see, I've been here a long time. Moving <laughs> <laughs> in Florida, I, I listened to that. I, I swear, I was listening to that album. Like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to New York. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
Yo, Friday Night Lights is powerful. That's why, if, if not his best mixtape, right? Because we talk about people putting the city on their map, on like on the map, like, yeah, like people fire. ain't heard of Fayetteville. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That is true. You know what I'm saying? So like that that time, mm-hmm. and my, like I always that's a mixtape that I'm gonna live with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I dig that. And no matter what he put out from from now on, like okay, you gave me that, we good. Yeah, you know cool. I dig that. Now these other so two we got Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. <sighs> See now we got these other two. <laughs> For the like, how long am I on the island? All right, so let's let's <laughs> let, let's, let's just make this easier for you, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a care package. You getting something new like every six weeks. Okay. okay. So for six weeks, what can you? So that, okay, for six weeks, what? Okay, see, oh, new. Okay, I, you know, I, I'm cool with for six so six weeks straight. I'm cool with uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Mm, cool okay. With Good Kid, okay. Mad City. Okay. Um, that would have been an acceptable first answer, by the way. I, no, there's no particular order. No <laughs> yeah. particular order. Yeah, I put good. Obviously, good kid Massey is better than Friday Night Lights. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Um, Those guys do want to mellow it out. Uh, see, see, people gonna be so mad, bro. Uh, and then probably, uh, you know what? Let's go a little old school. Uh, let's do a Quemini Outcast. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You respect, I respect that? that? I respect, respect that. it. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. I like that. Okay. So we do we do those three. Mm-hmm. But you know. Fire. We do All those right. three. We go um we definitely gonna wrap up, but now I'm just curious and shit. Franz, what's yours? Mm. Me? Yeah. My three albums. Yeah. Man, I would have to do um dang, I don't I don't remember the name of the album, but whatever album um, from Parliament Funkadelic where all your goodies are gone is on okay. that album is fire mm-hmm. I respect that 100% um, so definitely P-Funk okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm need that cause if I'm stuck on the island I'm gonna need to get crazy that's mm-hmm. true you know what I'm saying um, Ready to Die okay definitely Biggie. I know you that's I know my, you was gonna do a Biggie yeah choice. that's Biggie's like that's a, classic bro of all time yeah. mm-hmm. and um me think. Dang. No hove? Nah, I, I ain't I ain't taking hove on the island with me. You're not taking hove on the wow. island? That's a dub. He said it so Yeah. That's a dub. You crazy. That's a dub. You from East New York. Right. Like, yo, I, I wouldn't do that. Um, let me think. Yeah, I'll probably take some classical music with me too. I'll probably take like some Chopin or like Mozart. Oh, look at this guy. Look at this. <laughs> piano, <laughs> piano concerto <laughs> number twenty one. When he's sipping out of the island coconut, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Chopin. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I'm thinking, like if I'm stuck, like ho, he's just gonna motivate me. Yeah, probably get off the island and shit. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You know, yeah. it, it's probably just going to depress me more because I'm going to want to chop cheese and it's just not going to be around. That's true. Um, what about you, Trap? I'm going to go with Reasonable Doubt. Yeah? Yeah, Reasonable Doubt. Um, Miseducation. Ooh. You know I'm hitting. You know I'm Definitely. going Miseducation. That's, That's fire. That's tough. That's tough, yo. Because I want to go with who I listen to. That's what I'm saying. And it might sound crazy. This guy never dropped an album, though. Jay yeah, Electronica? Yeah. No, stop I know. it, bro. Stop. I knew he was. I know. He might Yo, so seven we minutes. like to yeah. thank I'm Mark a- for coming by. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I'm going to circle back on that. I'm going to think on the next episode. But, Mark, I really want to talk. Um, What do you see how yourself evolving? Because you're damn near, you know, could be your own media company. How do you see yourself evolving your brand? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm at the point where it's like, you know, Beyonce didn't hit me up to shoot Vogue yet. So mm-hmm. I got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, just more quality work. Like, I want to make arresting images. And what I mean by arresting, like, say you walk in fast and like you stop, like, yo, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to take a second look at this. Like, mm. So I want to I want to create a library of those, you know what I'm saying, to, to last longer than me. And like a little bit of antidote. So I moved around a lot in high school. So I went to three different high schools and three different zip codes. So I don't really oh, wow. have like, I don't have a childhood home. That does, I got my grandma house, of course. Yeah. Right? And my grandma house, like she has, you know, every grandma has like a, a, a picture, a painting. And like sometimes you see that at somebody else's grandma house. You're like, damn. Yeah. My grandma got the same. I want <laughs> I want that kind of image as in everybody grandma house. Like I want yeah. I want people to see my uh, image that I make and remind mm. them of home. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and like, they can like grow up that. with it. Like I want people to grow up with my work. You know what I'm saying? I think that. I think so that's that. the end goal, and just like telling our story and just taking you know dope photos that really spark emotion. Album covers. I would love to collaborate with. Uh, it used to be Kanye, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Kendrick. Mm. I would love to collaborate with Kendrick on like. Hey, Easy can't get a a a, a Mark C original. He got uh, he got to find his way back. Yeah, he got to come on back home <laughs> <laughs> before we. Can... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe that flash might Kendrick. help him. You know what I'm saying? He got a flash. Got a flash him. Him one time. <laughs> Somebody got a flash. <laughs> but you know, he gave he gave us some classics. So I won't. Yeah. You know. But uh, so like things like that, the things that'll last a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Gotcha. Uh, so that takes you know that takes. That takes years of consistent hard work. So right. I'm just Indeed. head down grinding, bro. Gotcha. Cool. Oh, uh, we asked all our guests this on um Driven Mind Podcast. What drives you? What gives you your uh your your gusto to go? Every morning. You know, dang, and I knew this was coming. <laughs> um just let I don't want to let nobody down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like mm. of course, like the journey is not going to be perfect, but like, I just want to make, I just want to make people proud of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And I want to uh, just inspire people. So that drives me. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't really think big picture like that on a day to day, but like, that's definitely like a goal. I just want people to see like my little cousins, you know, like, okay, like if I put my mind to it, it can happen. You know what right. I'm saying? Even if it, the end goal isn't exactly what I had in mind, but like at least I'm moving forward and I'm in my DV of the path. I didn't know I was going to be a photographer three years ago. I had no idea. Mm. Um, so it's just to keep creating. You know what I'm saying? That drives me to just make something that's going to last and people will grow up with. Yeah. Dope. Dope, man. Um, yo, man, real salute and respect to your journey, bro. It's very inspiring, yeah, man. man. Thanks Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Thanks we, uh, find you on the social. You can find me mark.c. For my photos, uh, I tweet way more than I than I post on Instagram. So the irony, right? <laughs> um, so this is Mark C on Twitter, but you can find me on um, uh, Instagram at Mark C M A R K C, and then like all my links start from my Instagram, so you can get my website from there too. Right. Hashtag shot by Mark C. Hashtag right? shot by Mark C. Yeah, shirts to tag is some is some lit stuff on there too. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, salute, brother, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, for sure, man. Appreciate you. Like we always say this time. Ain't tripping.